looking to dive into topics on how to live a happier, healthier, more fit, and long lifespan, then you've come to the right podcast. Living the dream with me, Coach Damian Evans. Together, we will explore the topics on all things health, fitness, and wellness. Together, we will be lifelong learners on this journey to living the ultimate dream. What up, dream team? Coach D here coming at you with another growth mini-sode. This will be a bite-sized episode with the goal of setting a growth-minded intention and focus for the upcoming week. Each Minnesota is going to offer a quote that encapsulates the theme of the week. And after the quote, we're going to dive into a weekly focus, something small that we can concentrate on for the following seven days. As well as we're going to touch on a physical activity and a nutritional tip that will better assist us in working towards a more healthy and optimal way of living our own dream life. And each Minnesota is going to end with the recommendation for the week. The recommendation could be anything from a podcast, a book, an article, a paper, anything that I think is going to help better educate ourselves toward the overall focus of the week. And if this is your first time listening to a Minnesota, the goal is to listen on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday to be ready to start the challenges of the week on Monday. So listen to just one Minnesota every week. And as that week finishes, move on to the next week's Minnesota. I mean, you can start all the way over at Minnesota number one, or you can join us with the team right now. These Minnesotes will only be as beneficial to you as you're willing to make them. So if you're playing along with the weekly focuses or the physical activity and nutrition tips, it'll help you be much more successful to do this with someone in your life. So grab an accountability buddy and share on your social media platforms the challenges of the week. You never know who is going to be quietly watching and rooting for you. And you never know whose life you will truly inspire just by sharing your journey, both the challenges and the successes. You're going to be far more likely with a support system and a social network to be successful. Get someone that's chasing similar fitness goals as you and do this with them. And as you work on making your life healthier and you motivate your network through your positive actions and your lifestyle choices, the ripple effect, it's unimaginable with who will be touched by you motivating and posting, and including others in your journey. So let's dive into this week's growth mini-sode. This week's quote comes actually from our former United States president, the 26th president of the United States, Teddy Roosevelt. And it's not so much a quote as it is a speech. And I'm going to play you a little clip here of the man in the arena speech by Teddy Roosevelt. It is not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles. Or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena. Whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. Who strives valiantly. Who errs. Who comes short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who, at the best, knows in the end the triumph of high achievement? And who, at the worst... If he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls 
who neither know victory nor defeat. Now that's some good stuff right there. Yes, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena. That's awesome. Don't say anything to me until you've walked in my shoes, till you've done what I've done. Don't say anything from your armchair saying, oh, I can't believe he did this or I can't believe she did that. I mean, it's so easy to get caught up in what your critics say or, or even to just get manipulated by your own internal critic. But you're doing the best that you can. Anyone in your exact position with your exact experiences and your exact knowledge and your exact preconceived notions and the way you were raised, anybody with that exact position would have the exact same struggles, challenges, obstacles that you have. You're doing the best that you can with what you have. And it's time to start being a little bit more compassionate with yourself and understanding with yourself. That's why this week's weekly focus is for every morning this next week, either think of or write down three things. You have three things that you need to address every morning. The first thing is a small thing that you're proud of. This could be something in your past, your future, your present. It can be something that you're grateful for. The first thing on your list should be something that is acknowledging that you are worthy and that you're trying and doing your best. That positivity is reflected into your reality when you put that first on your list. So something small or large that you're proud of. Number two, a moment that you're looking forward to. The second thing on your list is all about your mindset. There are things in your life that you don't really want to do, but you should get it done anyway in order to keep your life moving and keep the loved ones that you're that you're taking care of uh, taking care of. And then there are things in your day that you should be excited about. Things that keep your momentum rolling and reflecting that you do have these things coming up and that you're looking forward to is a huge motivator of action for sure, but as well as it starts to wire your brain for positivity. These thoughts allow your brain to release chemicals that really prime your day for success. So number two, a moment that you're looking forward to. And number three, the third and final thing, something that went well the day before. Our minds are programmed to focus on the negative. We sulk on the things that didn't go our way. And to be hyper-vigilant on what we consider threats. Because of this, we often neglect small wins throughout our day. And we often forget about them. We often spend little to no time on our big victories. And yeah, we celebrate it maybe right then and there. But then we move on to the next goal or task. But not this week, friends. We're going to give ourselves that much-needed acknowledgement that we're doing well, that no matter how large or small our wins are, that we're doing our best. So number one, a small thing you're proud of. Number two, a moment you're looking forward to. And number three, something that went well the day before. Uh, Now, I'm personally going to be writing mine down on Instagram stories and posting them each day, and that's just to hold myself accountable. If you're following along in real time, feel free to join me with that effort. If you're listening to this long after it's been released, then I'd still love to know your daily three items. Post it, tag it, and let me know what you're up to. Share that positivity with your network 
and maybe inspire those that are listening to you, that are following you to start their day with pride, gratitude, positivity, rather than the just common morning thought of, ugh, I hate waking up early or ugh, now I got to go to work. Give it a shot. Let me know what you think. This week's physical activity tip. I've had a lot of people recently ask me about their weight loss goals. They're starting to see progress, but not sure what they should pick as their ideal goal weight. And I always tell people when they're making their goals that they should make it specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and give it a timeline of when you want to achieve it. These are smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. So just saying, I want to lose weight and tone up, does very little to help you. Yes, it puts you in the right direction, but that's like saying, I want a ton of money and I want to be really wealthy. Well, how much is that? What does that look like? How long do you want to take to make this happen? And how do you know if you ever reach that goal? People usually understand this, but what they don't know is, okay, I get the SMART goals, but how do I pick my ideal goal weight? So this week's tip is going to be helping you find out and decide what your goal weight should be if you're looking to change your body composition as a fitness and lifestyle goal. So if I ask my clients to put a number on their ideal weight, this is kind of the few answers that I usually get. I say, what do you want your ideal weight to be? They say, well, first, maybe it's the lowest weight that I ever was was blank. Uh, It could also be something along the lines of, well, in high school, I weighed blank. So maybe that weight. And then the last thing that I hear a lot is I just want to lose all my fat. The lower the the weight, the better. And these are really poor measurements of where you, you should currently be. You are a different person than you were, quote unquote, back in the day. We should not be using the past to decide what our goal weight should be for the future. So here's what we should do. And here's how you should pick a goal weight. And this is my recommendations for you. Focus on how you want your body to look more than just numbers. So if you have a look that you can kind of take pictures and gradually see your progress that way, that's a really cool way to do it. Think about your confidence level. Is your confidence going up? Is it staying the same? Is it going down? Your body composition when it comes to your self-confidence is huge. So think about your confidence and pick a goal weight range, not just one number. It's not 150 pounds. It's between 150 and 160 or 145 and 155. Then every 10 pounds that you go down on your journey, let's just evaluate that that weight, how does it make you feel? And if you would like to keep continuing on. So it's kind of a changing number. Here's some helpful rules for sustainable fat loss. Number one, don't crash diet. Your goal should not be to drop fat as, as fast as possible. Your goal should be to drop fat as slow and sustainable as possible. A good way to do this is 1% of your body weight per week. So if I weigh 200 pounds and I'm looking to lose weight, maybe two pounds per week. And you should be doing this while eating the most good quality calories as possible. It shouldn't be about uh, deprivation. It should be about sustainability. Number two, eat sufficient protein. My recommendation is about 0.7 to 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight. 
Now, if you're obese, it shouldn't be your total body weight. It should be your lean body mass, which can be found if you do an in-body scan, a DEXA scan, or one of those hydrostatic dunk tanks. And if none of those are available to you, shoot for at least triple digit grams of protein. So at least 100 grams of protein per day. And that should be a really good start for you. Number three, experiment and implement diet breaks. Here's what I mean. If you track your calories, maybe you're tracking your calories for three weeks and you're in a slight calorie deficit. You're intaking less than you're uh, expending. And for three weeks, you're doing that. And then for one week, maybe you back it up and you add a few more calories. So now that you're eating your maintenance calories for one week, that's how many calories it takes for you to just stay the weight that you are. Doing this helps the body in many ways. Now, if you're not tracking, maybe you could just eat really well for six days and think about the quality of foods, whole pro whole foods, high protein, uh, lots of veggies, and then take one day of the week and just offer yourself a slightly high, higher calorie amount. Don't go crazy here, obviously. Don't eat like a jerk. But if you're in a calorie deficit for five days, think about that. How many calories are, am I in a deficit? If it's a small deficit per day, then even just one day of excess could put you right back where you were or even take you over the top. But offering yourself a break from a structured regimen can really help you and your body stay motivated to continue with your journey. So try to experiment with or implement little diet breaks here and there. Number four, you got a resistance train. Train with weights, lift weights. You got to do this a minimum of two full body workouts per week, two full body workouts per week. Now, if you want, you can split up each body part and do it at different days so that you can work out more than two times a week, but just make sure that you hit each major muscle group about two times per week. You got your chest, your back, your arms, your, your legs, your core, your midsection. It could be the front core, the back core, abs, or low back. Um, just make sure you hit each major muscle group about two times per week. Number five, get good quality sleep. It doesn't have to be eight hours. Everyone is different with how much sleep they need. The quality of your sleep should be as high as you can get it. So prioritize getting your sleep better. You must. I'm telling you, this may be one of the largest factors towards getting your health where you want it to be. If you need help, I did do a whole masterclass on sleep. You can also check out Sean Stevenson and his book, Sleep Smarter, or Matt Walker. He is really good with his sleep. Or um, Sachin Panda did a good book called The Circadian Code. Number six, work on consistency and mindset. And this is one of the biggest ones right here. You don't have to go hard in the paint every single day. In fact, you shouldn't, but what you do need to do is you need to be consistent. Consistency above all else will get you the results that you want. Your mindset should be, this is my life now. This is who I am. This is how I choose to live. And this way of eating, this way of moving is now scheduled into my life, like brushing my teeth and showering and taking care of my loved ones. It's just what I do. That should be your mindset. Now, if you lose your routine for a week, that's okay. You jump right back on that horse because that week was an outlier. You probably needed the break, but now you're going to start right back up where you were with your routine and just this is what you do. Moving on to this week's nutrition tip. This week's nutrition tip, I want to talk about mushrooms. When it comes to herbal, plant-based, and alternative supplements, 
there are few things hotter right now than mushrooms. And the three that I want to talk about and focus on today are lion's mane, reishi, and cordyceps. Lion's mane, reishi, and cordyceps. Now, reishi has the most data. It shows benefits for the immune system and your lipids. Lion's mane currently has less than five human trials, but it does show clear benefit in those trials to brain cognition for those already suffering from a cognitive disease like Alzheimer's. And cordyceps has mixed data, with one study showing increased athletic performance in elderly, but no improvement on a study on trained cyclists. So let's break them down. Rishi. Rishi could have a host of benefits, including strong human evidence for having an adaptogenic effect on the immune system. So it's been reliably shown to increase immunity cells like T cells in natural natural killer or NK cells. This is said to have anti-tumor and anti-cancer effects in the body. Certain reishi extracts are actually used as an adjunct to chemotherapy, which is crazy to me. Other benefits include improvement in HDL or quote-unquote the good cholesterol and triglyceride numbers and may help with neuromuscular conditions. Reishi. Now, lion's mane is most commonly known for its brain health promoting effects. And there are many mechanisms by which this can happen. However, like I mentioned, there's not very many human trials done on it, mostly because there's not a ton of money to be made from doing an expensive scientific trial on plants that can be grown pretty easily. Not a whole lot of money can be made. So the strongest data suggests that it could be very efficacious in slowing early Alzheimer's. And, and help those with some sort of cognitive deficit as well. It could also improve depression, anxiety, and concentration. So they're trying to figure that out right now. That's lion's mane. And cordyceps, cordyceps has mixed data. But some experts say that it may help athletic performance for those that may not be in the best of physical condition. But it doesn't really help much and it doesn't have much of a benefit to those who are already in really good shape. Much more testing is needed to be able to be done to validate these findings, however. So cordyceps may also be something that can help modulate your immune system. So it could help your immune system function as well as lower inflammation in the body. Cordyceps may also increase antioxidant enzyme activity and protect your kidneys from damage, as well as have insulin sensitizing effects, which is very interesting. I look forward to more research coming out on cordyceps, and I actually, myself, I personally take cordyceps in a red juice blend right before I work out. Uh, That red juice blend is from Organifi. I get all my mushroom supplements from either the company Four Sigmatic, Four is F-O-U-R, Sigmatic is S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C, or from Organifi, and that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Um, or from an immunity supplement that I buy online. It's called My Community, and it's a mushroom complex for immunity support. Um, do some research on medicinal modulating mushrooms, and I bet you're going to like what you find. And lastly, this week's recommendation is to check out two different podcasts. The first one is short. It's only 14 minutes. It's called Can Mushrooms Supercharge Your Immunity with Dr. Josh Axe. And this is on the Brain Warriors Way podcast with Dr. Daniel and Tana Amen. 
Dr. Josh Axe wrote a book. It's a pretty cool book called Ancient Remedies, Ancient Remedies. And in this episode that I'm talking about, he discusses the types of mushrooms that can give you a major immune system boost. This is going to be a great addition to listen to with this week's nutrition tip. The next podcast is a little more abstract, and I'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around a lot of the concepts that they talked about. This podcast is all about unlocking your unlimited power of your mind and healing yourself through thought. This is with Dr. Joe Dispenza, and Dr. Joe Dispenza is an incredible guy. He does some awesome work, uh, very high level and abstract to a lot of people, but it was really cool listening to him. And then Jay Shetty, who was a monk for part of his life, they discussed these things and it was cool to hear them bounce ideas off each other. I highly recommend checking it out if you have the time. It's about 90 minutes long. Let me know what you think if you listen. Uh, that's on Doctor. Uh, that's on Jay Shetty's podcast, On Purpose. I'm going to include the links to both of these episodes in the description of this episode, as well as some of the links to the um, mushroom supplement companies that I use. And that's it, my friends, for this week's Growth Mini-Sode. Each week, we're going to focus on something new and dial in a different aspect of physical activity and nutrition. Share with your friends and family and hold each other accountable. Post on your social media stories your list of three things each morning, and I'll do mine every day as well. Post a video of you trying some medicinal mushrooms or let us know how you're doing with your body composition goals and how you figured out what the best goal for you would be. And make sure you tag me and share your journey. Let me know if you have any suggestions or tips that will help your Live in the Dream team that I can discuss on future episodes. I will be right here with you, working on making us stronger, happier, and healthier humans. Until next time, friends, keep living the dream.